Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Blind Boys Politics. Nicholas Rod here and Chris Baker here with you on this Friday morning. Chris, start us off, as we always do, by telling us how's the weather looking for this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny and 74 with a partly cloudy weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is raining 88 with a rainy weekend. Chicago, Illinois, it is raining and 51 partly cloudy weekend. In New York City, it is raining and 56 with a rainy weekend. A lot of rain coming across the country this weekend. (laughs) Now, the most disappointing factor about this rain, no thunderstorm. No thunderstorm. Didn't even get one yesterday. No, we didn't. And I was so shocked because I was standing... um, I was standing outside and the wind just started whipping and I figured we were about to get absolutely smacked by one, but it just completely missed. It did in Glens Falls. It stormed bad in Glens Falls. I can tell you that much, but across the bridge where I am, it did nothing. (laughs) Uh, You know, and I was watching the weather constantly throughout the afternoon and into the evening and it was all it kept saying thunderstorms 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 no i heard i think two very very soft just weak rolls of thunder and then it was just nothing well what are you doing over the memorial day weekend um i don't have too much planned to be honest with you um I have some wow, things. You're to... boring. Yeah, well, I, there's not much for me to do right now, to be honest. I'm boring. hoping to get outside a little bit. Yeah, I'm hoping to get outside a little bit because, um, despite the possibility of rain, I'm sure there will be some chances to get outside here. So I'm hoping to enjoy the fresh air a little bit. But, but what do you have planned? You call me boring. What kind of exciting plans does Sir Chris have? remodeling my yard (laughs) exciting oh it is (laughs) because there's excavation going on Mm -hmm. yeah um yards of rocks being delivered Mm -hmm. we get to drive a little excavator so i'm actually gonna have a good weekend unlike you the excavator part sounds pretty interesting the whole part is because i'm doing it so we all know it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Can't wait to hear the disaster stories on uh, Monday morning. <laughs> there won't be no disaster stories because I'm a professional. Chris, we, we just discussed that it's you doing this. Of course there's going to be disaster stories. <laughs> oh, shush. <laughs> hmm. I'm telling you, I'm going to have a great weekend. And then obviously no school Monday. I have no school Tuesday. Got school Wednesday, Thursday, no school Friday. So I'm going to have a great week while Nick has school Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. That I do. That I do. (laughs) That shouldn't be too bad, hopefully. I hope it is terrible. I'm just, you know, I'm still just living in constant happiness that we're just moving closer and closer to the end of the year at this point. That's a Monday thing. At a Friday thing, you should be like, is it ever gonna end? But it's, yeah. But maybe I'll feel that tomorrow, but. 
But nevertheless, I think it's time for us to get into the news because it's been quite the busy news week, especially towards the end of the week. Yeah, it, it did definitely get pretty hectic towards the end. Well, uh, I'll be honest with you. I had a show all planned out and then I had all my stuff all set up. And right before I put it into the notes for us to go off of, mm-hmm. I had to throw it all out because there was some breaking news that we'll get into later. But nevertheless, let's get into the news. Right. So we started out this morning by talking about uh, some police reform and uh, what's going on in the government side of things. So despite the president's deadline on Tuesday, which was also the one year anniversary of the death of George Floyd, there have still been no pieces of legislation regarding police reform uh, that have been signed into law, at least not yet, but it's not over. The House did pass the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act in March of 2021 for the second time, but the legislation has stalled in the Senate just as it did last summer. But now there's actually some optimism from the three key negotiators uh, working on the deal. These are Cory Booker, Democrat, Senator Tim Scott, Republican, and Representative Karen Bass, Democrat. All three say they see the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to these negotiations, which is a good thing given the odds that police reform has had in the past year. The sticking point remains whether to end or amend qualified immunity to police officers. Qualified immunity protects police officers from civil lawsuits on certain on-duty officers. The House bill that has already passed for the second time, it includes a ban on several no-not warrants in drug cases, limit the use of military-grade equipment, award local police departments for requiring use of police body cams and squad car cams, limit legal protections for police officers that are being prosecuted, does not abolish police departments, improve police training, and a nationwide database for excessive force incidents. And we will still have to wait and see what the Senate version will be. Moving right along here, we have an update on the legal issues from former President Trump. The Washington Post has reported that the Manhattan District Attorney has convened the grand jury to decide whether or not to indict the former president and others on criminal charges. This is huge news, and it's an exclusive, meaning that the Washington Post is the only news outlet at least for right now, that has these original sources and documents. To see exactly what's discussed in the exclusive, uh, you can go to the Washington Post website, or the link will also be in our show notes. What is important to understand is what is a grand jury and how it works. A grand jury is involved early in these serious criminal cases. 
They work with the prosecutor to decide whether to bring criminal charges or indictment against a potential defendant. They are made up of citizen jurors. They listen to evidence and testimony just like trial jurors. And that's basically where the similarities end. Grand juries are not open to the public. They are held completely in secret. Citizens that are part of the grand jury do not just hear one case. They listen to multiple cases and they serve for months. There is no judge, clerk, no lawyers other than the prosecutor. Grand jurors hear whatever evidence they want, not just the evidence agreed to by both sides in a criminal trial, along with grand jurors do not need to reach a unanimous decision. It is also important to understand that the grand jury is determining the guilt of the potential defendant, but whether there is enough probable cause to bring charges against the person. In order for the prosecutor to do this, they need to meet high threshold of beyond reasonable doubt for indictment. In most states, the jury can indict based on preponderance of evidence, meaning it is more likely than not. There is no time frame of when a grand jury will make its decision, and though we never will know exactly what's said in a grand jury hearing, we will know what they decide if and when a prosecutor files charges. Next up, we have some news related to taxes. And the Treasury Department has confirmed that biz- that big businesses and wealthy Americans may not be paying their fair share in taxes. And really, the IRS doesn't have the manpower to do anything about it. But if they did, they could bring in, they say, about $700 billion over the next decade in tax money owed. The new report from the Treasury Department outlines all the ways the department would use the budget money President Biden is proposing in his American Jobs Plan. And this is by laying out several action items aimed at what they call the tax gap. A tax gap is the difference between what taxpayers owe to the federal government and what they actually pay. The report says since 2010 audits on individuals with a yearly income more of a, more than a million dollars dropped more than 60%, and audits on corporations with assets over $20 billion dropped by nearly 50%. If you're wondering why this is happening, the answer is simple. It's the lack of funding and staffing. Rich Americans and corporations have more complicated tax returns and the money they use, let's say, they get a little bit more creative on ways to get around paying their taxes. On top of this, the IRS doesn't have money to audit them or agents to investigate them. With that, you've got a tax gap. The report also says audits with low, moderate incomes dropped about 40%, and the IRS budget has been gutted over and over in the years past. Keep in mind, none of this can happen unless Congress passes the infrastructure stimulus bill. And at this point, there is a ton of opposition about the bill. Sticking to the IRS, uh, they dropped more stimulus checks. This is the EIP3 payments uh, this week. These are for those who are still missing them. This is not a new stimulus, and there is no talk of a new stimulus. This batch included 1.8 million payments. 
This batch included more than 900,000 payments to those who the IRS previously didn't have info to issue a payment, but it is now available after a recent filed tax return. There were also 900,000 plus up payments issued, and the payments went out in the forms of direct deposits and checks. If you want to see if you're in this batch, go to irs.gov and click get my payment. If you are getting a paper check, you must wait three to four weeks. If your status is unavailable and you know you qualify, do not panic. The IRS says they will continue to issue them weekly as tax returns are being processed. Wednesday morning around 6.30 a.m., a gunman opened fire during a shift change in San Jose Rail, California. After shooting nine people dead and many more injured, the suspect, Samuel Cassidy, shot himself. His ex-wife said he was known to have a temper, and that was one of the main reasons that led to their divorce. And one of the victims that got shot is now being called a hero after he was seen pushing people into rooms to stay away from the gunman. 57-year-old Cassidy was seen on his neighbor's ring doorbell putting a black bag into his truck right before he left from work. Shortly after the suspect left his home, investigators believe he caught his own home on fire where they found 11 magazines and two semi-automatics. At this time, investigators don't know what the motive was. After the White House counteroffer sent to Republicans last Friday, uh, the Republicans released a counteroffer yesterday afternoon. The Republicans' original offer was $568 billion, which in the counteroffer came up to $928 billion, which is a $360 billion difference. Senator Capito in the press conference Thursday said that we will continue, quote, to negotiate in good faith. We believe that this counteroffer delivers on what President Biden told us in the Oval Office that day, and that is to try to reach somewhere near $1 trillion over an eight-year period of time, end quote. And the Republican counteroffer includes $506 billion for roads and bridges and major projects. Some of those major projects is $4 billion for electric vehicles, $800 million for reconnecting communities, and $14 billion for resilience. $98 billion for public transit, along with $46 billion for passenger and freight rail, $21 billion for safety, $22 $22 billion for port and waterways, $56 billion for airports, $22 billion for water storage, $72 billion for water infrastructure, $65 billion for broadband, and $20 billion for infrastructure financing. The White House responded to the counteroffer with President Biden calling Capito and thanking her for the counteroffer. The president said they would be in contact once they receive more information. The White House also said that they are concerned on how they are paying for it and, quote, hopeful other plans will emerge. The statement from the White House also said that more details would follow the week of June 7th when the Congress is back in session.
Now getting into rapid news, I will start us off. 60% of Americans are expected to be traveling over the Memorial Day weekend. And New York is giving away 50 full school scholarships to students that get vaccinated from the ages of 12 to 17. Nick, what do you got for Good News Friday? So the story that I have this this morning is, you know, a child hero story. 12-year-old Deacon Ashmore was out riding bikes with his three younger siblings and a couple other children in a Detroit neighborhood when two dogs managed to get loose and began charging them. So he jumped in front of the younger children right away and gave them a chance to escape and ended up getting mauled by the two dogs. Um, One of them just bit right into his leg. Um, The puncture wounds were pretty bad, so bad that you were actually able to see the bone in his leg. And uh, he managed to fight them off and then he escaped and then brought to the hospital. So a GoFundMe page was started for him, which has now raised over $25,000 to help pay for medical expenses, such as his surgery, which he had on Tuesday morning to uh, repair his calf, as well as possible physical therapy moving forward. Um, And this included a $10,000 anonymous donation. And at this point, over 350 people have donated to the GoFundMe. Um, and he's being seen as an absolute hero for his younger siblings and those other children. It's not being seen. It is a hero. That's like <laughs> heroic action right there. It really is. And it's amazing. And even better, you know, he's expected to make a full recovery um you know right now he's at home on crutches and just going through the recovery process as we speak and he's expected to fully recover so what you're saying is a good news story with a happy ending absolutely no absolutely for the price of one (laughs) i completely agree with you there good job on your good news story nick you always find the best good news stories so Bravo to the king of good news. This is the end of this Friday morning episode. Make sure you follow us on Blind Boys Politics on Twitter for the latest 24 hours breaking news. Follow our personal accounts to see what we're up to. Check out our most recent articles. We're always talking about something other than what we talk on the podcast. But until Monday morning, have a great Memorial Day weekend. Bye, guys. 